All right, welcome to the conversation on TYT Network. So we're gonna do something interesting today. You guys funded a climate reporter for us, someone who is going to investigate the connection between climate change and money in politics. It's a one year funded fellowship thanks to the TYT audience. And we love you for it. And we wanted to tell you the great success we had with it. So I wanna bring on Tiwa Chang to talk about the stories that we did this year. So you guys can get a sense of it. And you remember we hired Tiwa who's an amazing accomplished reporter, has a Peabody and Edward R. Murrow Award, a New York Press Club Award, Asian American Journalist Association Lifetime Achievement Award. It goes on and on and on. He, he's, well, a bit of a legend. And so, he did some great work this year. Tiwa, it's it's great to talk to you again here in, at the end of the year. First, can you give folks a, a sense of all the different people we challenged on this issue of money and politics being connected to climate change? Sure, maybe the question is who didn't we challenge? I mean, we challenged the federal government and the Trump and Biden administrations. Republican Trump administration, Republican administrations in Oklahoma and Texas. We went after big oil and big investors and some also actually some of the environmental advocates wondering why they they weren't pushing for Green New Deal. So we questioned everybody and I, I wanna thank everyone basically. This has been a great job, perfect timing for climate change. This year when it made the national agenda, but but also it was only at TYT that I think it could have challenged this many people, this many organizations and institutions. Most of the most of the mainstream media honestly would not have allowed me to challenge so many people so openly. And I think we did that with a lot of the different stories going after like Morgan Stanley, Aiken Gump lobbyists, you know, the EPA, Andrew Wheeler, climate deniers. The big oil and and the fossil fuel companies, and I think we we tried to, and I think we succeeded in in exposing a lot of what's going on. And no better year than the year that climate change actually made the national agenda. Yeah, look, I, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, you know, TYT gives you the latitude to do to, to do that, and I want the audience to understand. Tiwa's right, it's not normal, right? <laughs> because usually for access reasons, you know, you pick your battles, etc. I mean, we're to challenge environmental advocates for progressives, that's crazy, right? <laughs> that endangers relationships, etc. But Tiwa, I wanna turn that credit back on to you because you're an excellent objective reporter whose job is to cover the facts. And in that, you have enormous courage, so you're willing to, to thread that needle where you say, look, here are the facts and we just need you to answer for them. We do, sorry, but we do, right? And so that takes a ton of courage for, for a reporter to do that. And I just think you've done a brilliant job at it. So let's give people some examples. Let's talk about Oklahoma where you had a big impact. Well, Oklahoma was a very important story, I think. It was a national story, we broke that story as an exclusive. And also because it was Native American tribes in Oklahoma they had their environmental sovereignty stolen from them. And that's an example of what we could not say elsewhere. I remember somebody from one of the major networks, I asked him to retweet my story. And he said he couldn't do it because I used the word stolen. But it clearly was. What happened was the big climate change denier, Andrew Wheeler, who worked for James Inhofe, the Oklahoma senator, huge climate denier, big fossil fuel supporter. And he had passed a law in 2005 
couple of little paragraphs in a thousand page bill that said that anytime Oklahoma wanted to take away environmental, any sovereignty away from Native American tribes, he could. It was designed for water rights, but then the Inhofe and then the Governor Stitt, the present governor of Oklahoma, asked Andrew Wheeler, who used to work for the way, by the way, for Inhofe for 14 years, and was a coal lobbyist. And as EPA administrator, he then gave Oklahoma a blank check. He said, Oklahoma has the right now. And the environmental sovereignty for the Oklahoma state government, which is pro-fossil fuel, actually meant that they could dump hazardous chemicals on tribal land without permission. They didn't even have to talk to the tribes, 39 tribes, even though the Supreme Court in the McGirt versus Oklahoma had done that, had said, this is sovereign territory, it still belongs, it's still actually Native American land. And so, but I knew when I heard that and everybody else dropped it, maybe because they don't really care about Native Americans as much, but I do, I mean, they're my cousins. And I thought to myself, I know from experience that people in power don't give it up easily. And I convinced Jonathan Larson, my my supervisor, the EP managing editor, who is by the way, a great boss. I convinced him, I said, look, I know how power works. They're going to do something. So before anybody else did something, we did six stories. And then we broke the story October 5th. And in fact, that Andrew Wheeler had turned over environmental sovereignty to the state of Oklahoma, dumping on the Native American tribes. Everybody else followed it. We had people like Senator Markey comment on it. We had Representative Barrigan of California. We had a number of people comment on it, other news organizations. But what was most important is we made them examine something they would not have normally examined. They would have just ignored it. And I think that was something that only TYT could have done. No one else would let me say stole the land, stole their rights. Yeah, but Ty, I mean, I forgot to mention you have five Emmys, right? And so for the audience to realize, someone who's got five Emmys and a Peabody Award, for them to have the courage to use the word stolen when they know that it it is verboten in mainstream media. Well, that's because you want to tell the truth, <laughs> because it was stolen. It was stolen. So we have to actually say what the things that actually happen, and not worry about being polite to the powerful. So, uh, by the way, you did a follow up on that with uh, about the Biden administration. Tell us real quick about that too. Well, the the White House actually responded to us, which you know, frankly, was a surprise. But they refused to comment, and then they had the EPA say, interesting enough, the same PR person. That wouldn't give us any comments under Trump actually answered during the Biden administration and said, we're gonna follow whatever the Biden administration says, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take care of this. They didn't give any specifics, and honestly, I'm not gonna let this go. I'm gonna keep doing this. I want to follow up and make sure I gave a promise to some of the Native American leaders in Oklahoma that I would not drop this story no matter what, no matter where I was. By the way, I want to mention one thing. You know, talk about all the awards I won and all this stuff. You know, also keep in mind I've also been laid off or fired seven times because my my belief is that as a reporter, the most important thing is tell as close to the truth as you can, whether I or anybody else likes it. Now, whether TYT likes it, whether it, the right or left wing likes it, the point is good information is valuable for everybody, and that's that's what I've tried to do as a reporter. But I had to pay the price a number of times. Yeah, uh, look, that it's. Your life story is, is an interesting story in and of itself. All right, before we run out of time, uh, there's Texas, there's Morgan Stanley, there's so many stories you worked on. First of all, I want everybody to know, tyt.com, you click on stories 
and you'll see all the investigative stories. If you click on Tiwa's name in particular on one of his stories, you'll get all of his stories. And you can read all of them for yourself and well, please 25. do that. <laughs> uh, and we'll and we'll put the link down below too if you're watching later. One more thing, I should say that uh, you know because of your suggestion about Texas, you called us up and said you know you've got to do something on what's happened on the the disaster electricity disaster in Texas. We followed up on that and we pushed this whole point that everybody's focusing on the wrong agencies. They're forgetting about the most important agency. It's called it's misnamed the Texas Railroad Commission. They control natural gas. Natural gas is the top form of energy providing electricity in Texas and everybody else ignore that and we focused on that saying this is the biggest problem and to this date it's still not been addressed in Texas. Yeah, you've got to read Tiwa's stories on Texas because he was in my and I read a lot about that obviously because it's so big in the news. The only one to do exactly what we promised to connect the money to to the climate change and and energy and environmental questions. So the reality is that railroad commission, almost everybody on it, it takes money from energy donors as Tiwa uncovered. And so it's stunning to me that the rest of the new media, including the Texas media, which should be all over this, barely talks about, if ever, the connection of the money that's being given by these same exact energy companies to the governors of Texas over and over again. Again, it's in Tiwa's stories and to the regulators, including this railroad commission. And barely anybody even talks about the railroad commission, which is actually in charge. So that's what great investigative reporting looks like. One more time. Again, I want to say thank you to everybody to, uh, to give me an, an amazing job this last year. It's really been wonderful. I mean, this is. You know, I was in television for a long time. I did investigative reporting there, but here I got to report more, write more. Even though I had less influence and less money, it was still a wonderful reporting job. And I think it was critically important because climate change and the climate crisis is only getting worse and faster than everybody thought of. And it's gonna be the number one thing, especially for our children and grandchildren. A hundred percent, and I love that our audience funds this. I mean, we couldn't have done it otherwise. And look at the wonderful things you guys created. So please make sure you read it too. One last thing before we go, Tiwa, Morgan Stanley story, because I don't want people to lose track of that one. That was great too. Well, the Morgan Stanley story, I was able to obtain an internal document that when Morgan Stanley, this big, huge investment firm, had their North American fossil fuel section have a secret meeting with Aiken Gump, which is the biggest lobbyist in Washington, D.C. We actually got audio of that, which Jonathan Larson was able to use too. And then what we were able to show is it's like being a fly in the wall and you hear how they actually talk about things, how they joke about, you know, oh yeah, we're gonna do this. We're gonna, you know, we can get the government to do this. We're gonna do this. And a lot of the things they said actually came true. So that was an important story because you got this, we got to see what they actually talk about when no one else is listening. Yeah, so that was an exclusive uh, too. That <laughs> absolutely right. So go tyt.com, check stories, and you'll see all Tiwa's stories there. Look, finally, Tiwa, uh, it's been a literal honor to to work with you. Uh, you know, there's a lot of amazing parts of the show. There's a lot of challenging parts of this job, but the amazing among the amazing parts is to work with legends like Dan Rather and yourself. Uh, and and to be able to empower the audience to empower you to do these great exclusive stories. So thank you for all that, that you did this year and throughout your entire career. 
Well, thank you, Jenk, and also thank everybody who funded all that. And by the way, I'm nowhere near Dan Rather's legend. <laughs> so I don't even. <laughs> well, that, so. <laughs> I don't know. You probably go toe to toe with him on awards. That's for sure. So, and and passion. Uh, I when you know, and I keep saying last thing, but guys, <laughs> you should check out my interview with Tiwa about uh, the uh, Asian American community and and the abuse and and the violence that is being that is happening right now, and how Tiwa fights back on that issue as well. So it's just been it's been wonderful working with you. Thank you one more time, Tiwa.